welcome to Resetting Homo Sapiens, a series of podcasts led by the student community at IE University in Madrid, directed to students at IE and elsewhere. It is sponsored by the IE Center for Health, Wellbeing and Happiness. The Resetting Homo Sapiens podcast aims to see in a new light the roles of the body, the mind and the soul by challenging the paradigms of who we are, where we're headed and how to return to our roots. After all, like Sisyphus, Homo Sapiens is meant to learn through pushing the boulder up the hill over and over again, or maybe not. To reset means to set again or differently. And current times are ones for thinking, creating, innovating, disrupting, asking a million questions, and very importantly, thoroughly enjoy the ride. Have a listen to what IE students have in store for you today. Pavle Stachlik is an ex-professional cyclist, an entrepreneur, a go-to-business consultant, and the kind of man everybody's curious about. He was born in Czech Republic and he promotes healing, wellness and mental clarity through meditation and breathing techniques, combined with his unique binaural beats. Currently, he's the owner of three Orange Theory fitness teams, a former professional athlete turned entrepreneur and go-to-business consultant who helps catapulting high performers and businesses to the next level. As he says, his methods maximize peace, boost wellness, is verified by science and proven through practice. How are you doing, Pavel? Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, it's been a while since we last saw each other, kind of drawn to question further how I can help my generation really understand um, these concepts that you're, that you're bringing to the table. So thank you so much for that. And hopefully we can kind of relive that experience and maybe explain um, what, what it is all about. Absolutely. I'm happy to help and I'm super happy and grateful to hear that, you know, it's doing its work. Wim Hof, you were trained under, under his, his wing, right? How was that experience? Can you tell us a little bit about what you learned from him and your whole journey to become an instructor of the Wim Hof method? So I used to have an autoimmune disease and I was literally sick every two weeks. Yeah. Like Epstein-Barr, yeah. chronic fatigue. And then, you know, variety of other um, issues because of cycling back then. What happened was I, it, it really, up until I started doing the breath every morning, the, the cold exposure and the, the, the deep meditation that you go into, it, it, I was kind of, you know, lost, wasn't fully taking charge of, you know, my, my state. And, you know, it wasn't really until the breath where like you could fully embrace it and feel it and see what that actually means it was a complete you know 360 uh change in my life and i haven't missed a day ever since yeah what could you tell us a little bit about overcoming fear and rewiring what pain means to us yeah totally so i mean i always say fear and guilt are the only two enemies of human and you know, fear, there's, there's the, the regular fear, feed, and fuck. So, so there is a, obviously a fear, right? There's a fear. If, if somebody is pointing a gun in front of you, 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 you have this natural instinct that also can be hacked, right? 
But in any other fear, it's all in your head, right? It's all in our minds, whatever we create. And so part of my like transformation in life has been how can I get charge of the monkey brain that just keeps on talking without a reason? And, and really, it's not even that monkey brain that keeps on talking, it's whoever is listening, right? Mm -hmm. Think about it this way. We as a listener, which is where the place we should be, we allow it to keep on talking this noise. And, you know, majority of people, they become their, their mind, they become their thinking. And this is the reason why you take the pauses with the breath. This is the reason why you take this instant presence is so that way you can find separation. And more separation you have from your mind, less fear you're going to feel in life. And so, you know, number one tool for, for releasing fear is first taking charge of our toxic minds. Yeah. Because if we're not thinking, then, you know, thoughts creates words, words create action. And so to have emotion is we have to put things in motion <laughs> mm -hmm. that are all sequenced by our brain, by our mind. And so that's why more even now when we're listening or talking, we're aware of our body, right? That body awareness. We can pay attention to the stillness and silence underneath the noise, even underneath the talking, whatever that is. And then being aware of the breath, slow, subtle breathing. And that's a really a, the three essential tools I try to practice all the time. And the minute I lose that practice, I try to go back to it because it creates more awareness and more pause between the fear and which is fake or love, which is, which is real, which is all that we are. I wanted to touch upon, you talked about the monkey mind. And when we learn to observe it, that's something that's been really a game changer for me. I used to have a very toxic inner voice. Just every time I was gonna perform, every time I was about to go up on stage or talk to my class in a presentation, I would feel those, I would hear those thoughts actually. And it was very difficult to quiet them down. And if there's a monkey mind, is there a higher mind that, that can guide you through those moments? And how do we tap into that? Totally. So uh, most important part is the separation, right? Knowing that the mind is not you. So whatever the mind is saying, that is literally 95% of our thoughts are keep on recycling. So they just recycle until we are aware of them and we literally take them out of there. That's why like coding is so important. So one of the things that I've done is I've used a lot of work with, with mantras or modern mantras, more like, like I call it code coding. Yeah. So anytime you say I am right, it's like that, that gateway to, to the universe. Mm -hmm. And so instead of saying, I'm scared, I, I, I don't know what to do. They're going to be looking at me. Is the things that I'm saying good enough? Am I good enough? Instead of it, you must pause it. And I even use the power of writing. So I actually write it down in a notebook and I would just say, I am strong, right? I I am good enough or I am in I am I am essence essence is like you as essence mm -hmm. and I would create all these different mantras where I connect the emotional part of me into what I want to go into the positive outlook because what's really important is that we're not trying to change uh, what we're changing we yeah. are wanting to recode it into what we want it to be Okay. Because a lot of people get stuck in the can't yeah. and like, I don't want to do this, but instead of, I want to do this mm -hmm. and whatever that new is, is. You have a mantra or a paradigm that I've heard you speak upon, which is the be, do, and have. So how does that relate to what you're telling about the affirmations and the I am? How do we tap into that through that paradigm of your, of your be, totally. do, have? 
Yeah, so most people live the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. Most people live in a paradigm of I have to have a partner or I have to have a job, I have to have a school before I take the action, the do, and then they never become it. And that's why people in the, it, you know, the whole law of attraction doesn't work for people. You know, also, yeah. by the way, the whole law of attraction, like people think that it's this wooey wow spiritual thing, but it's literally like your mental state is like, do you allow things that you believe in come into your place? Because when you do, then the tools come, the people come, and it's not this weird interconnectivity it's this like reality <laughs> that we give power on the opposite side so instead of having to have do be we flip it so we are it right so let's say that i want to do something in in life i embrace it i read everything about it i i find the people that i can imitate right so i learn from all of these different things so that way i become it i feel it and i believe it when i believe it enough then i take the right action so maybe i go to the school, I, I inquire the proper job, uh, right? So that's the do. And then you have the results as a natural uh, consequence of a tipping point, right? When you give enough energy into an energy, right? When you give enough intention into something that you want to do, there's no way you're going to fail, right? Unless you, you, you either are doing something wrong in the process or it's not good for you in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so if we are talking on this topic, because I used to be very good at creating stuff for me, yeah. but then I would create out of duality because I would think that my mind wants to create something, right? So right now, let's say that you are uh, about to finish your, your college, right? Yeah. And then like you probably have parents that are like, get a job and like do this and get married later mm -hmm. and blah, 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 the regular story. Or you yeah. could be, or you can walk out of there and first ask, who am I? What am I wanting to do? And then second, my mantra has been, what is for the highest good of all in a triple benefit? So it benefits me, it benefits the person that I'm working with, but it also benefits the whole. Because in today's world, the ecosystem we're living on, like think about it, right? You have all of these amazing companies that are like huge, right? Almost trillion uh, dollar companies like Apple. But then imagine the, ma the damage that we're doing with every product that is created. Right. So it's like, how can the whole benefit as well? Yeah. And so if I would do something different in life, it would be not to create out of what I think I need for me or or my parents thing or somebody else opposes on me. But it's what is for the highest good of all. How can I be used as the instrument of love and light in whatever shape and form? This is what's most fascinating to me. You've gone on a lot of transformative journeys. You went on your dark retreat, which is nine days and nine nights of absolute darkness, silence, no food. And you mentioned that that was one of the most transformative experiences that allowed you to set that new path. Can you, can you explain further why you think that you were so aligned after that experience? Yeah, I found me. <laughs> yeah. But not me who's talking, but me who's listening. So it goes okay. back to that mind, right? So basically, it, it did take me to... So I've been now three times, and, and you know, it's in the middle of Thailand. You... Yeah, I go with this beautiful woman called Jas Muhin, who is a breatharian. Yeah. Uh, she teaches how to live off of prana. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, you know, I go in there to just give my phone because I, at that point, I was playing the game of being a busy businessman and wanting to have all these companies. And, and you know, I call it the game because that's all it is. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought that I'm going to 
you know, have all of these more companies and be happier because of it. And so basically uh, walking there, I spent seven days uh, before I really like get it. I finally surrender and I just start crying and crying and crying. And it wasn't a bad cry. It was an amazing cry. Imagine yeah. that you are um, on, yet you're tripping on air plus plus you're in the middle of you know you have no food and i literally was experiencing this amazing bliss that was coming everywhere so i completely lost my identity i lost everything that i thought that was about life and then when i came back when 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 all of that like settled it probably was hours and hours of in deep deep state like that i was like what am i doing in life why am i opening another orange theory fitness location uh, which was the, the that time the franchise I was with and I was like I want to be able to teach I want to be able to you know get something back and and that's when the whole triple benefit came and the whole highest good for all and I was just sick and tired of playing the story exactly in other words as as I've been going deep on Simon Sinek's work with start with why keep it under a couple sentences what is your why Oh, it's very simple to unify us as one, one person at a time. And you're, you're a DJ right now. You're, you produce music. How do you relate DJing and being this musician that goes on stage with uniting people through love? Not a lot of EDM musicians do this. How did you find that? So it happened in the cave also, or in the, in the, in a dark room. And I'm just putting this up. Can you hear it? The music? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The literally 528 frequency of love that comes from your heart. So as we were listening and talking here, I'm literally playing with y'all's minds. And, uh, and I mean that with love <laughs> because we're listening to the frequency. Yeah. But yeah, so, so frequency is everything, right? At the beginning, there was a word. That's a frequency, sound. Everything travels in, in, in that particular shape. And it's all about like how dense or how light we, 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 our frequency is, right? And so like more time you spend in like meditation and all this deep work, you're actually going to lighten up your frequency. And so when I saw this, I was like, how can I use my biggest love, which is music, right? Like the passion and connect it into these experiences where people can realize the same that I felt in the cave and that the same that can be felt, you know, at any point of time. And so that's literally, you know, why I chose music, because everybody listens to music. We've always done it. And music yeah. has this way to connect everybody together. And just out of curiosity, had you been experiencing with, with music before you entered that dark cave or you found it afterwards? When I was about 12, 13 years old, uh, I was already DJing. So sound has been something in my family as well mm -hmm. uh, my grandfather's been you know musical teacher piano teacher all life and, and playing in different bands so and then I, I kept on going to music festivals like Tomorrowland mm -hmm. and I'm like I want to be there <laughs> yeah I start imitating and and you actually performed at a uh, Burning Man right yeah yeah I done uh, several large like music festivals like that's that. so dope that's so <laughs> dope how was that experience what did you get out of it Imagine 500 people being naked and dancing. <laughs> so yeah. I, I connected my experience there with breath as well. So I yeah. did like the whole, whole what I call BDM, breath, dance, and, and meditation. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, we literally like 
did this it was like 500 people dancing going crazy and then at the end of it we we did ice bath <laughs> so <Wow>. everybody was naked <laughs> wrapping up here i wanted to ask you like what is the power of human connection because obviously we did this experience i'm alone in my in my apartment but when i did it in london with you i was surrounded by 20 to 30 other people and i think like that's what made it so emotional for me i remember being at the end of that experience just like tears coming down and i felt that electricity with everyone else what is that and kind of what is your the experience um that you've had with just human connection in general no totally so it's actually um um uh, dr uh, joe dispenza who's done a lot of real studies on that like where you have a certain <laughs> threshold of amount of people <laughs> That, you know, in the same room that you can start experiencing higher amount of frequency. But, you know, to be honest, like you could do it at any point of time. Like our mind are, is, a, is a visual tool. And like a lot of my teachings, you know, take you into a jungle or take you into a, you know, a river. And so at any point of time, our body doesn't know whatever we're there or not, right? Like whatever we're thinking, the nervous system reacting is reacting. And this is one of the reasons why I like the software and hardware, you know, the tool is so effective uh, when we combine them because literally like think about you could, you could start thinking, or I used to do this when I was racing on the bikes. Uh, I would visualize the last 200 meters and exactly the turns and how I'm going to feel. And like more heartfelt you feel it, you're actually provoking these, these feelings. Mm -hmm. So no matter if you're home or you are, you know, in a group, you can still sense that as long as your, your visualization is, is strong enough and then the connection. So basically visualization is a technique to see yourself in, in a future having and experiencing what you want. And it's, uh, it could be a part of like a morning routine, you know, like I, I usually like to see my whole day in front of me. So anytime I do this, I would do my three rounds or four rounds of breathing at first, right? And then I would take the last bit to do some mantra, some coding. Uh, I go back into my body. I give thanks and gratitude because gratitude rewires your brain. And then I would finish it with visualization, simply see the day in front of me. How is it going to happen? and then start sending the love and, and energy to it. And again, I, I now no longer go into it like I want to sign this deal against someone, but it's like how can that someone and me and the whole win as well. Yeah. So then I would go into this little cycle. In other words, your, your priorities completely shifted. A hundred percent. It's so cool to see someone with such entrepreneurial mindset putting it into things that are growing and helping humanity evolve in a certain way. It's so I amazing. I want to inspire you in, in, and all of your students is like, you know, stop doing things that you think you're meant to be doing by someone, but do the things that you want to do and give, like, if there's anything on purposeful level on earth, it is not money. It's a human evolution, you know, and the minute mm -hmm. that we change the purpose of life, the minute that we can, start living in a different you know way <laughs> that's connected that's so powerful that's a mic drop right there <laughs> you you took us through that experience but in a couple sentences or just in summary what does the homo sapien need right now to have that reset got it so i'll use my teaching so my entire teaching is about me we and mb it's a very simple model 
Now, it all starts with the me, meaning yourself, right? And so when you look at yourself, when you think about yourself, it's the physical, it's the mental, and it's the emotional. Most people say body, mind, soul, but I say soul knows what it's doing. It's us connecting to it. It's really these three aspects, the physical, mental, and emotional that we need to recalibrate. So biohacking has been really powerful tool for that because you can really get charge of your own biology through that. So all three could be covered right there alone. Um, then you move into the we, the collective, right? And that's, um, that's the quality of your relationships. What are the five people that are around you? Do they, forward, do they fuel you forward or do they take you backwards? So really clearing out that environment. And it also goes for the physical. What are you breathing? What are you drinking? What's the quality of all of that that surrounds the we? And then the be, right? That's the be you have. Be what you wish to be. Be the person that you want to, you know, be in this world. So it's me, we, and be. That's so powerful. I hope everyone really sh should take the time maybe to listen to this a couple of times until the message really, really hits. Because what you're saying is so powerful. I hope people can, can really understand what it is you're saying. Pavel, this has been amazing. This has been an amazing experience for, for me and for whoever is, is, is listening. Thank you so much for, for this opportunity. I'm so glad we could do this. Just keep doing what you're doing. I have no, no, no other words to tell you. Just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Super Thank happy you. and grateful for you. And until next time. Until next time. started four companies due to the quarantine that didn't allow him to go on tour. He has been helping the PPNE space, hospitals and governments. They are also building the world's first biohacking hotel in Houston with a pig space lab, which is going to be a group therapy with meditation and EEG. It's going to be a heaven of what he has been teaching, but just in one place. The wellness Wellness for Humanity Projects, which is a COVID testing project, is already getting launched in 100 different stores. Pakistan, which is a person with plans for helping people. We, the IE community, thanking him for his time, wish the audience to have enjoyed and understand the message that Pavel transmitted, and thank you. Thank you all of you.